Hey everyone, welcome into the Dad Verb Podcast, where we chat about parenting from the lens of a dad. Episode number nine, we're at right now. Uh, is that right? We're at nine right now, right, Ben? Yeah, I think we're at nine. We're almost in the double digits. One Dude, more to go. Wait, look at that, man! Look at Crushing us. Them. Look at us. That's uh, I'm who, thinking of that, that Paul Rudd thought? meme right there. <laughs> uh, but Ben, how's your week been, man? How are we? Uh, how are we holding up? Is everyone healthy? That's the game we like to play. Is everyone healthy? Yeah, we have uh, made it another week without any sickness. Fingers crossed. Knock on my wood desk here. Uh, <laughs> we've made it another week. Uh, you know, we've got some family plans coming up, so hopefully that holds true. Um, personally just working on some uh you know one raising the kids and surviving the new one um who has decided to do this new fun thing where she just screams uncontrollably when she's tired um it's so new behavior at, uh, <laughs> at seven or eight weeks yeah super fun um so that was an, a difficult one to figure out but i think we've kind of got that one handled um and then personally, just working on some some more content. Um, so that's a big thing. Working on a quick review for uh, a company called Guardian Bikes, which I'm super excited about. Dude, um, yeah, Guardian, uh, that's, they, they've been uh, reaching out to me too. But I feel like, I don't know if it's something that we want to pursue widely because our kids are just not the best bike riders. But maybe that, <laughs> that would be a good video of just them. Like I, th th what they are, they're lazy peddlers. Like they just yeah. don't want to like, oh, like put your yeah, foot yeah. down, boy. And yeah. they just won't do it. I'm like, gosh. So I'm like, guys, I would, I think Guardian Bikes is a really cool brand. And when they, cool. they're not a sponsor, guys. No, but the, no, no. <laughs> I think they're a really cool brand. But I'm just like, I don't know that I would do you guys justice uh, because uh, <laughs> like my kids just suck at riding bikes right now. <laughs> we'll get there. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw our two year old on one of their balance bikes and see how it does. Um, you know, so we got more information coming up on that. So working on that review. Nice. Um, and then also working on a quick review of the Cubo AI monitor, their whole sleep system. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're gonna be testing that out over the next couple of weeks to see if we like it. Really, we're gonna see if it stands up to the Miku, which we've loved so far. Um, yeah. but really we want to see, you know, is it a good sleep system? Is it going to work well? Um, yeah. at, at least in my opinion, um, you know, for other parents out there who might be looking for something a little more advanced than just a normal baby monitor. You know, I reviewed it a while back and I, you know, I'm not trying to sway your opinion here, but I thought it was actually a pretty good system. I think what it just comes down to is kind of like personal preference about yeah. like, do you like monitoring with that pad that kind of goes under the crib or, right. or where they do like micro movements or are you more the kind of that because Miku has like this sensor fusion technology where they're right. basically like utilizing like radar to like get all the vitals and metrics from wild. your baby. It's it's freaking wild the technology that we have access to right now. And I get how it kind of like totally creeps parents out who <laughs> might be listening to this and be like, no, you don't need any of that. It's uh, freaking garbage. Yeah, but just no, look um, at look at their chest and see if it's moving. Right, like, right. They're Which still alive. I've they're good. I've yeah, done. I've done. I've done. Put my finger but... under their nose. Like, is there is there breathing? So. Uh, the monitor says they are, so he must be good. I'm excited to see your review, though, man. I think it'll be cool. Um, yeah, I think it should be but good. Just uh, I, unfortunately, we cannot say that we've had uh, zero weeks of of or uh, you know a clean sheet for for health because uh, my no. kiddo has uh, some sort of eye infection, so he's uh, on antibiotic drops right now, and then he started coughing a ton. Uh, and he's in bed right now in a separate room uh, uh, because he says that he doesn't feel well. So, oh, uh, yay! Uh, that, that's where we are. So that's that's our fun game. Is it, are we healthy? And and right <laughs> we now are. we're gonna wipe the slate. No, oh, gosh, nine nine episodes of this podcast, and 
one, maybe two, we've said that we were healthy. I don't know. Two. Yeah, I think two. I think there have been two where both fam, both your family and my family were completely healthy. Um, I think almost every other one has been some sort of something. cough, allergies, whatever it is. Something <laughs> gross is going ridiculous. around. Yeah. This oh, is, this my is parenting. Gosh. This is parenting. Well, uh, on this episode, we're going to be, um, I'm going to be tossing Ben a couple awkward parenting scenarios. Uh, and we're gonna try to have a little fun with it, but also like seriously, like what do you do in this situation? And uh, and and we'll see where we can what we can get here. And then after that, we're gonna be chatting uh, with Ben about a conversation that he was having with his wife about um, moms doing mom things and then dads doing things and then getting praise for it. But then do we actually need the praise for it? Ben Ben can can elaborate a little bit better when we get there. But uh, I think I think it'll be a fun a fun topic for us. But um, just uh, real quick, uh, you, you mentioned, so how old is, is baby now? Uh, she is, she was seven weeks this past Friday, so she'll be eight weeks this Friday. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, we're, we're coming up on two months, which is kind of insane. Dude, okay. This is amazing. Okay, so we in the last eight weeks, right, mm-hmm. with you included, yeah, our father figure group, I think we've had seven, eight babies in the father figure or we, oh, wow. you know, our, our course community. Yeah. Um, you, uh, so actually, no, in the last week alone, a little bit more than the week, about 10 days alone, there have been, uh, I think six or seven births guys who have become dads for their first time. Uh, so it was crazy. Brett B Christian H. Uh, we got, a uh, uh, we, we had a, a buddy of mine. He's not part of the community. He just had a baby two days ago. Uh, and then, uh, 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 Nick H his baby is due later this week. Um, I I'm, I'm blanking on some of the other names here, but I, I just want to say congratulations to all the guys who are in our, our dad community that are expecting babies. Like it just literally in the last few weeks, it's been insane. But in the last like 10 days, yeah. um, having like five, six, seven babies, I'm just like, just so excited, so happy for the guys who are out there. Uh, going yeah. through these major transformations, especially seeing those first time dads. I mean, I think second time dad is is cool. It's really awesome. You know, I, I love both my kids, but there's nothing like the experience of being a first time dad and just everything oh, yeah. that comes with that. So, yeah, definite congratulations to to everybody in the Discord and in the community that's uh, experiencing that for the first time. And uh, you know, hopefully, we'll we'll do that group some justice and and help them out along the way. I, I really hope so. I feel bad. I've been a little bit disengaged from uh, from the Discord lately uh, because I've just been so focused on content. It's just a it's a gross two headed monster. What's the phrase? Double edged sword, three headed monster. I don't know. But <laughs> I just feel so overwhelmed. Like, gosh, I have to keep up with content, but I also have to mm-hmm. like, I wanna I wanna be there to help the guys. Uh, but luckily, yeah. the community has been able to to help step up and uh, and you know there are questions that fly in and guys step up and be like, hey, we got some thoughts here. So. Uh, it's great. It goes beyond me. It's a community yeah. of men, and uh, I'm happy to be uh, to be part of it. It's great. Um, and and oh yeah, on that note, uh, to my buddy Phil, uh, if you're listening, man, uh, congratulations to you, man. You, I I've always known that you were going to be a great dad, and he's sending me these pictures of him doing skin to skin with his with his kiddo, and, and it's just been a long time coming. So we're just oh, just so happy, man. Just so happy that he was able awesome. to make that transformation. It's legit. It really is cool to see these guys. Um. But Ben, do you want to dive into some awkward situations? Yeah. Oh, I love a good awkward situation. Let's get All weird right. with it. All right. So we're gonna have maybe well, maybe we'll do like through like three scenarios here, 
and then just want to field it to you. What what do you do? What is your approach to diffuse the situation, the tension, the awkwardness? Uh, and maybe we can go back and forth. Because um, yeah. to be honest with you, I'm bad at this, man. I'm just bad at this. So <laughs> not, uh, not good at the awkward scenarios. Yep, exactly. So let's um, let's let's do this first one. Okay, I'm 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 not reading anything here. I'm just going to toss it to you. Okay, you you're okay. you're at a birthday party. Okay. Sure. Your kid, it's, you know, the parents are talking on the first floor. All the kids are upstairs just playing, right? It's at someone's house. Mm -hmm. And your kid comes down, walks down, butt naked, right? (laughs) Boy out, everything. Just like, hey, what's up? I want cake. And you're just like, you need to put clothes on, son. No, this is what I want, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're, and, and mind you, let's set the uh, let's set the age, right? Toddler age, right? Three, four, right? right? They're, they're still in that kind of like naked is fine, just butts. It's yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, they're you know? they're big enough to fully remove their clothes and know that they you know enjoy the freedom. Right, right. And, and but but yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten other kids here. You got you know twenty adults all just watching this situation unfold of this kid storming down and like refusing. No, 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 no. I, I want to be naked, dad. This is mm-hmm. it. Okay. It's a highly inappropriate, obviously. Right. Three, right. four year old. What do you do? Is that a teaching moment? Is that a, no, we're leaving. What, what do you do? So I think first of all, in any awkward situation like this, you got to realize that 80, if not 90, if not 100% of the other parents at that gathering have probably been in a similar situation, right? Their kid's been awkwardly naked somewhere where they shouldn't have been, right? And refused to put clothes on. It just happens to be your turn to be embarrassed in front of everybody. Um, You know, secondly, I think that is, I would say, a teaching moment um, where it's like, okay, you know, I understand you don't want to wear clothes. We do have you know, certain rules and, and norms that we probably need to observe and, and have respect for the, the people's home that we're in because we are guests. Um, they may not appreciate you being naked and walking around their house. Um, and if that doesn't work, then we go with bribery, right? Hey, you know what? You want an extra piece of cake? Let's at least put your, you know, your pull-up back on, your underwear back on, whatever it is. Like maybe throw on a shirt too. You don't want to wear pants. Maybe we'll just stick no pants, extra piece of cake, put on a shirt, everybody's good, you know, I, and I think that's how we go with it. You know it's what's like, funny? What can you do? It's like in every sort of like parenting blog or parenting expert or whatever, like you'll hear like bribing is not the way to do it, okay? You don't like, you know, bribes and M&Ms and sticker charts and any sort of bribery. That's not the thing to do. But like <laughs> at some point, all of us as parents like default to that. Like, 100%. no, we're gonna make a bribe, and guess what's gonna work? <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll bribe. I'll I'll bribe him if I need to. If I need to get out the door, and he won't leave without a piece of candy, and it's like seven a.m. Guess who's getting a piece of candy? Yeah, because like yep. I need to get out. The, I have places to be. Yep. And it's like at the end of the day, it's not gonna kill him. It's it's a piece yeah. of candy. It's fine. He's gonna forget about it. Like. Does it encourage that behavior? Probably. I'm uh-huh. sure there's some kind of psychologist that's going to tell me I'm doing it wrong or parenting expert. Right. You know what? We all live in the real world and we have places to be and things to do. And if that Twizzler gets him out the door, <laughs> then let's go. Oh man. No, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you though. I, it's like, I bribes, like it's probably not the best course of action, but like I've done it and yo, great results. Great yeah. results. Uh, it works, man. Yes. We're all trying to survive. If my son was throwing a temper tantrum butt naked, um, 
and it's highly inappropriate, you know, uh, I, I probably would have a, I guess, somewhat similar course of action. I would definitely gather up the clothes, take them to a side room, have a chat. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the first thing. Just like, all right, we got, we, we got, we got to step out. Okay. We're not leaving the party just yet. We're going to try to have a teaching moment here. Okay. Now the thing ideally that would happen is you chat with them. You kind of explain, you know, like, you know, why it's, you know, why we don't do this. We're, we're, it's not our house. We're guests. Uh, uh, another thing that this is a little side topic. Another thing that I've heard uh, people talk about is like, don't, don't address privates as kind of like, that's your wee wee. That's your little benga. Yeah. You know, that's, you yeah. know, it's like never call it's a penis. Right. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. has a vagina. Right. And 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 being open about that because the more you mask it, the more it's like you kind of create this this culture of like you know ooh s- sacred or whatever. And if ever right. someone ever touches or like it, shame you know, or yeah, or right. that's the big one. Is that's the big if there's one. There's ever an issue, yeah, where somebody touches them inappropriately. As much as you don't want to think that that could be something that happens, you know, you want them to be able to express what happened in the appropriate language so that right. you know exactly what's going on. Exactly. And they can be oh, very open about that. If like a stranger, you know, whatever, they're sure. just, you yeah. know, you know, it's like, that's my penis. You're going to touch my penis, you know, or like that, you know, like that, that strong verbiage. And I know like people who might be listening to is like, what the hell, what are you talking about? But um, read into it. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's good to address their privates as what they are. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. mask it with any sort of silly names. But anyway, back to the situation at hand, I would probably, you know, Say like, hey, we're not going to have our, our, our penis out, our butts out with people around. It's just not what we do. You know, we, we'd have that teaching moment. Uh, and then, you know, we'd uh, try to get our clothes back on, resume course of action, you know, have a laugh about it with the parents, whatever. It's a story. Yeah. But the, the tougher thing is when when like a tantrum comes like, no, 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 no. Like, I want to be like this. We're not doing whatever. That's when personally for me, you know, I would probably just go to whoever parents house it is or you know whether it's your buddy or whoever just like hey man mm. listen like the situation completely devolved i can't really <laughs> kids lose right it. now it is really we are really going downhill yeah exactly and i'd probably this is just me i don't know if other people would do it differently but i would just say like you know if i really if the tantrum's going like i'm not gonna let my kids tantrum ruin another kid's birthday or the experience of other kids who are you know sure. church, trying to have a good time sure. so i would probably just like just you know, if I can't diffuse it after a long time, just up and leave. I'm like, hey, man, here's the gift. I'm sorry about this. I hope you have a great time. Uh, we'll catch up with you later. And and just just remove them from the situation altogether. I, that That's yeah. me. If it got too out of hand, because I just I don't know if I could bring them down, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I think that's an understandable response, right? Like, I think so many people... Um, will just sort of let their kids throw a tantrum, which sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. But, you know, what's the the guidance, right, is like comfort them because they're essentially their brain is disconnecting from their body at that point. Um, So if you but if you can't get them out of it, you know, more than likely it's that they're overtired, they're overstimulated. There's something that is calling you to probably remove them from that situation. At least take them to the car for a minute. Let them calm down in in a neutral space. Yep. or somewhere they're familiar with, and then maybe they can go back in. But if not, then, you know, we just, we try again, right? There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, you ready for uh, situation number two? Yeah, hit me with it. Okay. You have an older kid. They're teenagers, right? Maybe preteen, older kid, you know, whatever. And your son is playing basketball at a friend's house. 
couple of kids, they're playing basketball, mm -hmm. and it's an adjustable hoop, right? Not right. the hoop that cranks adjustment. I'm talking right. about like you, you press like that, kind of like a trigger and it slides up and down, you mm -hmm. know? So they're adjusting it from seven feet to 10 foot and they're playing basketball. Now your son, he is making the adjustment on the hoop, finger slips, and tip of his finger gets amputated straight off because yep. uh, the little sliding mechanism just right. unfortunate situation rolled over it, right? Okay. So you got to go to the urgent care. I mean, not urgent care. You got to go to emergency room. You got to get it, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Unfortunately, they can't save the, the little piece that flew off. Your finger son is amputated and it's a bad situation, okay? Right. Medical bills cost all that stuff come in, okay? Mm -hmm. It's painfully expensive. And now sure. you have the option to, and, th and this all this happened uh, uh, at the kid's friend's property. You're, you're not your property, right, the other property right. that they were at, right? It happened there. You have the option to kind of take this to court because it right. technically, you know, there was a situation we don't know full details, right, and right. Uh, it's you know, and and they the other family could be liable technically, sure. like legally speaking, they could be liable. Sure. What? Do you do do you what is your course of action in dealing with that family uh taking it to court yes or no do you front the cost altogether uh, for that situation what do you do so i think personally um and maybe this is sort of how and where i grew up right i grew up in a very very small town super rural um lots of huge farms and bit of background with that comes a lot of like farm accidents right yep like literally kids would like somebody would lose an arm like every year in like a thresher or something crazy like you know people literally died farming like mm. fairly regularly um so i give that context to say somebody losing a fingertip in a basketball hoop one yes it's expensive and that is a painful thing to bear um Secondarily, you know, somebody's lost a finger. That's not a great situation. Yep. Um, it's not going to be something that I think is probably life-altering when I really think about it. But what could be life-altering is me suing someone else's parents or suing someone else's homeowner's insurance, right? Especially if that's someone that my kid is going to have to be around for the next, you know, 15, 16 years, however long it is, you know, until they're, they're out of school. Um, so what I try to think about is not necessarily just the situation which has happened, it's over, it's sort of out of our control. It sounds like it's purely an accident. Um, why try to, unless someone was seriously injured and you have kept them from, you know, earning a livelihood or something, right. um, right. or caused a death or whatever, like at that point, it's like, you know, it is what it is. People have accidents. Um, you know, I don't really see a need to carry it any further um, or potentially, you know, ruin a friendship, ruin a relationship, um, you know, make your kid an outcast among <laughs> other kids. Right, right. Me, because, you know, oh, my parents sued his parents because my, you know, my hand slipped and my finger came off. Yeah. Like, you know, not great. So it's kind of a random situation that I posed to you. But the reason why I ask it, because it actually happened to someone on my wife's side uh, on the family uh, when they were younger. And the way that whole situation played out was I think medical bills were somewhere in the six figures. Mm -hmm. It was insane. Yeah. And 
I think they tried to mediate it with the family. Right. But what ended up happening was I, it just went, things went south. Right. And the family the on my my wife's side, it, it, it's like cousins far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what ended up, ended up happening is they, and it was their son that got their finger chopped off on someone else's <laughs> basketball hoop. What they ended up having to do was, I believe, yeah, they had to, they took them to court and mm-hmm. they sued them because everything happened on their property and they and they right. I think they claimed like their the parents were being like negligent or whatever. Ugh. And they were like really close to this family too. And they full on and, and I think the other family was just like, no, they, this isn't our fault. Like it was an accident that happened, sure it was on our property, right. but like I mean, why is that our fault? And it was like this big fight and they thought that they should at least, you know, have some sort of coverage for the medical bills and or split it or something like that. And uh they just so uh, family of the of the kid who got with you know who got the finger chopped mm-hmm. off, fully just sued the family and it was like this big Ugh. situation and there's a massive falling out. They totally burned all the bridges and yeah. I think they they shortly mo- just moved out of that town altogether. Not not because of that, but right. I think it was just kind of they found a reason to move out and right. they had to not address them or that situation anymore. And but. I feel like. I feel like if you're in those situations, it's like, <clears throat> again, you have to think about what's more detrimental. Um, first of all, as much as you can, try to have good insurance. Yeah. Like just anybody out there. Like insurance is, especially, you know, in the country we live in, like things are tremendously expensive, even if you have really good insurance. Um, yeah. You know, second of all, you have to think about the the long-term sort of implications and outcomes of what you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. so it might feel really good and like you're protecting your kid to go sue somebody for them losing the end of their finger. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is that really going to, you know, you've essentially ruined that relationship with that family. You've ruined the relationship with their friends. Um, you know, you potentially made them sort of a a social pariah among other kids because I mean, who's going to want to play with them or hang out with them if they know, oh, their parents sue people when this kid gets hurt. Right. Um, you know, that's, that's not really someone that people are going to want to be around. And that seems to me to be, have much more of a negative impact than, you know, losing the end of a finger. Right. Right. Well, um, I don't know. I, again, I feel like I'm kind of in a green, green, greens, agreement. What, what is the, what is the phrase that I'm supposed to be using in agreement? Yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think agreement, right. agreeance is also, I believe a real word, but I could be I, making that up. Dude, I am struggling to English right now. I am just like, I, I do, like leading up to this podcast recording, it was just just a crazy day. Like, I just had so much work to pull off, and then like, and then had to had the coach had to go to a, a one kid soccer practice, coach the other soccer practice, went mm-hmm. through a scrimmage, came home, baths, uh, bet, you know, all the stuff, and then had yep. to, and then the moment Sit they down go down, come right back here and get to work. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just. I'm struggling right now. <laughs> I know your your train of thought is not not quite on a on a single track right now, but that's oh. okay. So also, yeah. I just looked it up. Agreeance does essentially mean agreement. They're that's the a word. It is a it? noun. It is a word. Hey, yeah. okay, yeah. I can't. Thanks English. to the internet, I can, oh. I can English so hard. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So that's that that's that's good. Um, so situation number three, we're gonna we're gonna bring it down a little bit. Probably something similar, something simpler probably much more common, okay? You're at the playground with your kids, you know, maybe 
five-year-olds, right? Right. And you notice that one other kid is being a little bit aggressive with your kid, right? They're all just playing. Parents are all along the Mm -hmm. side of the playground on the bench, just chit-chatting, doing their thing, scrolling their phones. Right. And one kid that you notice is just kind of being a little pesk, uh, a little pest. Again, I can't English, man. Ben, (laughs) sorry. He's being a pest. He's being a jerk to yours. Right. And the first shove, it's kind of like, oh, okay, that's... I guess kids being kids, you see it happen a couple more times, a couple shoves, a couple slaps. Now it starts getting aggressive. Right. Okay. You, you take notice of, of, of who the kid is. Don't mm-hmm. not exactly sure who the parent is. Right. Okay. But you don't like what's unfolding. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, I actually ran into a situation like this with our two year old. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we were at the park, he was playing on a piece of equipment or this other kid was playing on a piece of equipment. He went over to play with, play on it with them because he just wanted to play with all the other kids. As soon as he touched it, I hear this little kid just scream no and start literally running at him. Ran right at him and like went to hit him and shove him. Ooh. Um, and I mean, he still talks about it now. Um, but my, I know my reaction in the moment. First of all, they don't tell you that when you become a parent, you may at some point have the urge to shove another toddler. Oh, 100%, like, dude. And it's, it's, you actually like have to really think about controlling that because, like, yeah. I, I watched a kid in daycare one time, like, try to poke my son in the eye. Yeah. And I was like, I had this sudden urge to just like hip check like a one and a half year old. <laughs> Dude. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm I can't touch somebody else's kid. Like yeah. that's the that's gonna cause all kinds of issues. Um, but in that situation where where we saw this kid, you know, get really aggressive with our son, one of the things I found usually works, and I'm not a big yeller, um, but in those situations, I've heard it said at daycare. Um where they'll just say very loudly, everybody hands to yourselves. Mm. And so it's this very, you say it like authoritatively enough and it kind of shocks them out of like whatever their, whatever their aggressive behavior is. It's like it doesn't the whole always playground. Work. Yeah, the whole playground. Cause yeah. like I, I've, I've, I'm really working on my dad tone where I, I like yeah. lower my voice and project and really, and I, my wife gets super embarrassed when I do it because it's like it projects really it's good. loudly. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Some have yeah. it and some don't. I don't have it. You know, I could no. try. Hey, 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 yeah. No, I no. did the whole. I from across the playground. I was like, everybody, hands to yourselves. Oh yes. And they just like stopped. Good tone. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh man, I just yelled at somebody else's kid. But no, it was also because right once I figured out who the parents were because she went back over to them. I realized it was the parents who like there was one parent sitting over here on the bench there was another parent just scrolling their phone and nobody was paying attention and then I watched this kid and she was doing it to every other kid on the playground she would walk up and be aggressive with everyone so okay. it was just a behavioral thing. okay yeah yeah um not a target yeah attack. The, yeah yeah so really the way I handle that situation is like first of all try to kind of shock them out of it okay yeah second of all um, you know, we talk to our son, we're like, Hey, we know that this is not how we play with other kids. Let's remove ourselves from the situation. So like, we're going to go to a different part of the park because this kid is obviously doing this to everybody else. Let's just step away from it so that we're just not involved in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seemed to work. You know, we we were like kind of removed him from the situation. We explained to him, at least I did was like, you know, we know that's not right. We know that's not how we treat people. 
However, this is, I think, the important part. However, if that happens and you have no other choice, you have the right to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you have the space to move away, move away. If mm-hmm. you don't have the space to move away and you feel that you're in danger, you can defend yourself. You put can up. push back or, or, yeah, or like, you know, I hate to say it, but, it, you know, hit back if you absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a really hard thing to explain to a two-year-old. They don't really understand. So what we stick yeah. to is, you know, just move away from them, find a different space, find a different toy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, as he gets older, we'll, we'll Bob and work through Bob the nuances of that. Yeah, of like <laughs> the self-defense piece. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, important conversations to have for sure. Because you see when that doesn't happen, the result is an aggressive kid who thinks they own the playground. You know, so uh, in our so it's funny too because uh, with this has happened to us for sure uh, on a couple of occasions, and I think everyone's just different. And I I early on had a much more um, pacifist kind of like, oh, it's okay here. Let's just move over here, and then right. if the kid follows, let's just leave. You know, just like right. not addressing it. But there's one time where. A good friend of ours, uh, she it was happening to her son, and she just straight up walked over to them, grabbed them both, and not she didn't grab them, but she she gathered them together, the bully and her son, mm-hmm. and then they just ta- and she like straight addressed them. She didn't care who the parent was or where they even were. She saw something happening. She's like, right. no, this needs to end, and it's and it, you know, and like you mentioned earlier, like when something's happened to your kid, you resist that urge to like right. do something physical, and because yeah. you know it's. When it's your family, you're on zone defense. You know, you yeah. you know, you box out, and then you gotta you gotta go and 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 you know defend defend what's yours. You know, yeah. So um so anyway, she went up to the kids, gathered them together, and uh and and she addressed the bully in this situation and said, yeah. "This is not okay. I see what you're doing. I'm watching you. You better behave yourself." And like straight talk to them as if it was yeah. her kid, right? right? And I don't in in today's society. That seems that whole con- the whole concept of us as parents being a community watching right. out for one another, trying to guide our kids in in a in a direction all collectively, all in mm-hmm. one. That seems to be gone. It all seems to be like every man for himself. I'll I'll, I'll address my kid. Not that's not for you to say. Right. And I don't know. I don't. I'm just not in that that mind frame. And as as the kids have have gotten older, I. I you know, I'm much less of that kind of that, oh, we're just going to move over here. And I just address right. it head on now. And yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, and and here's the thing. If, if, if you know, we're, we're in that situation and my kid was the bully and some mm-hmm. parent did that, I personally wouldn't feel offended. I'd go up to the no. parent and say, thank you. Thank you for catching that. Yeah. I, I'm going to have I a chat with it. them. I Yeah, I missed I, it I, or whatever. Like, thank yeah. you for being a part of that. I mean, thank you. like you said, there's a community, there's a, this idea of a community of parents and I think I think we see that more with our close friends, right? Like we have a group of friends that right. we all have had kids around the same time. We were really close before yeah, you're we all had kids. With them. Yeah, they're like people from like our wedding and all that. Yes. We're really comfortable. Yeah, those they kids you'll all, talk to. You're yeah, straight. All those kids. It's like we all parent each other's kids. Yes. In big groups, right? Yes. We have and that I think too. We, yeah. And I think we kind of miss that when we're out in public because it's like, well, you don't know anybody and stranger danger and this, that, and the other. And there's so many different parenting styles. But I think when you see something that's obviously wrong, mm-hmm. I don't think it's wrong to say something. No. It might be embarrassing, 
But I don't think it's wrong to say something to I say, you know, this behavior is unacceptable, not just from because I don't accept it from my own child and I don't accept it as I don't accept that as a way that my children should be treated right by other. And, and this is kind right. of like the 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 big stuff, right? The the physical harm, the verbal abuse, whatever it is um, that they might be running into. Now, I, I, I do want to say that, like, OK, so when you are approaching that situation, I don't I don't think it's OK to ever lay a hand on anyone. No. You know, and anyone else. And I think, you know, back in the day, 50s, 60s and 70s or whatever, like it wasn't uncommon for like other oh, parents yeah. to like spank the other kid and set yeah. him straight. And I'm like, all right, okay. which are right, that I guess I'm like, nah, but, yeah. um, t- you know, I you gave know. old Stevie down the street, up uh, paddling. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, he was like, acting yeah, out. No, it was like, we're not going to do that, that your kid. Uh, but you know, so, okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not cool with that, but when it comes to, you know, you, you teaching them, you know, in, in a way that's, you know, in, in a proper tone, you know, right. firm, but, you know, ge- you know, firm, but uh, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You know, you, yeah. you're like trying to get walk, the point across. Like, don't walk up and scream at my kid and get in that. his face or whatever, because that that then is going to put me on the de- on defense and like, right. OK, now I'm going to step in because th- it's fine that you want to get a message. I get that there was an issue, but there's there's a way to do it that is acceptable. Exactly. Um, and not. And so, you know, again, when I said what I said to to my son and this kid, it was more to, it's almost like, you know, when you get like dogs that are scrapping, right? Sometimes if you yell or clap really loud, it just kind of breaks them out of it because it, mm-hmm. it refocuses their attention. Right. Um, and that's really the first step is like refocus their attention, get them out of whatever sort of mindset they're in, and then have that talk of like, this is inappropriate, this isn't okay. Um, and, you know, again, sometimes the answer is move. Sometimes the answer is defend yourself. Sometimes, right. you, you know, you, you, gotta, you kind of find what's good for you and what works for your parenting style. Yeah, you got to read that room for sure. For sure. You know, so I think, for, you know, if it were if it were me, I would do exactly what our friend did. She, you know, she just took a knee, addressed it head on, why this isn't okay, why it needs yeah. to stop. Let's not, you know, let's, let's not let it happen again. Uh, you guys are good. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. Have fun. You know, and, and something as simple as that. Address them both as if they're your own kids. I don't think that that's bad. Uh, if it happened to my kid, I'd be appreciative to the parent. I'd say, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I missed that. That's on me. So th- that's just me, though. Now, a lot of parents are not cool with that. Okay. So let's take it one step further. All right. Uh, you do that. Parent of the right. kid that you chatted with, that you, um, that you set straight. Mm-hmm. Hey, what did you say to my kid? You don't, you don't do that. That's not right. What are you? That's my child, right? I think that's all too common in today's society. Uh, yeah. In that situation, you know, for me, and I'll, I'll let you hammer this home too. Uh, for me, though, I would just call it like it is. You know, like, listen, your kid was out of line. Uh, this is what I saw. This is what happened. I chatted with him. Right. I didn't scream. I didn't do anything. That's what happened. Yeah. That, honestly, yeah. that's what. That's it. That's what. That's all I would do. If they're like, well, that's a problem. Like, listen, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't scream. I didn't yell. I didn't lay a hand on right. him. I just I saw a situation. Your, your kid was 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 on top of my kid getting physical. Yeah, that's all there was to it, man. And if they don't like it, I'm like, I don't know what else to tell you, but your kid's yeah. better off for it. Yeah, it's you know. So I I agree. You probably have a a more measured approach than I do when I get heated. <laughs> um, I am. Uh, all of the curse words that my son has learned have been from riding in the back seat with me while I'm driving. Um, I've got I've gotten better. 
<laughs> I've gotten better, but there is a there is a a, a streak that I that I know is there, um, where I will I get upset very quickly. Yeah. But again, I, I'm I'm a pretty like even keeled guy. I'm pretty calm most of the time. Um, I think there are situations where uh, you know, like that situation, for example, where somebody comes up. You know, if you're going to come up aggressively, I'm going to try to defuse the situation. I'm going to say like, look, this is what happened. I watched your child run up and and push my kid. I've seen him do it with three or four other kids. It happened three or four times. I let it go the first couple times. I said, and to be completely honest, you're not paying attention to your child because they're bullying. Oh, you other... throw that in there. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. You throw it in there. You're not paying attention to your kid because they've bullied four other kids on this playground. So if you're not going to parent them, then we're going to make sure that they display appropriate behavior. Hey, yo, I like. And if you're heat. not okay like with the that, then then maybe you shouldn't be at the park. But like, that is what it is. And if take it how you want. Oh, that is um, funny, man. But it's just I I. I cannot stand that stuff when people blame others yeah. for their, you know, their failings, their mistakes, whatever, like, you know, my kid can do no wrong and therefore like you shouldn't speak to them like that. It's like your kid is going to grow up entitled and spoiled and they're going to be a terrible person in the world. So like you said, what just happened to them is probably making them a better human being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I like that you you call it. See, I I don't. I, yeah, see, we have different approaches. So, yeah, I, and I've done this before. I I've uh, you know I I just call out a fact like this is what happened. I'm sorry that you don't like it. You want to hug it out? And I would just say, you want to hug it out? And I just throw my <laughs> arms wanna, open. Want hug? And then they're just literally just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, no. I'm like, all right, bye, I love you. And then bye. I just like <laughs> I just peace out. You know, I just yeah. I love I love the awkward. Kill them with I kindness, this, man. I just kill him a kindness and just make it so weird. I, that's just my, me. I just love that. I just <laughs> tell a fact like this is what happened. I'm sorry that you're uncomfortable, but do you, would you like a hug? Will that make you feel better? Hell no. No, no they just get more mad. Me. I'm like, okay, I love you. That's fine. I'm sorry that you're so upset. Yeah, but, I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I don't really get it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and it's like. You know, do do a better job with your kids. Just pay attention. That's it. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that that does it is kind of what it does come down. Like to that all way. of this is solved by you paying attention and seeing that your your kid is behaving like a turd. Yeah. So like if they're being a turd, I'm going to call them a turd. <laughs> oh man! All right. So those are our three awkward situations. I like this game, man. I think we should do this a little bit more. It's often. a good game. Pose I like this one. pose some awkward situations that we experience as parents because these are real things that actually happen. And let's just, let's just talk it out. Let's shout about them. Uh, I think moms might maybe have a different approach than dads, but I don't know. I think it'd yeah, be cool. Probably. It, it'd be cool to get Dr. Becky on the show one day. She's way too cool and way too big, but uh, <laughs> it'd be so sick to just like field her these questions and like Dr. Yeah. Becky. She, if you don't know who she is, she is like a, uh, she's like popping off right now on like Instagram. She has this thing called uh, Good Inside where she basically just has like, she coaches p- uh, parents uh, on how to like diffuse kids uh, situations and tantrums and she has like good scripts and stuff like that. But um I don't know. It'd be cool to have her on the show. I'm pretty but. sure I follow her without realizing that I follow her because I think I've looked at a bunch of her stuff. Um, <laughs> She's and, and helping me deal with toddler tantrums and the oh, constant yeah. nose and uh, you know all of the fun stuff that comes with having a two and a half year old. Oh yeah, she's. Uh she's she's good and probably along with um not feeding littles there's another big little feelings big little feelings yeah, yeah. That's, that's another huge cool resource one. for me oh yeah that's a good it, one. it helps calm me down yeah when my well, toddler's screaming in my face and i'm like it's not really me it's exactly like, like i have to read through it to reassure myself i'm not a terrible dad 
Yeah. So well, that's the thing, though. Like, what it comes down to is knowledge, right? You in those situations because you don't know what to do in that situation, you feel powerless, and then the powerlessness mm-hmm. leads to frustration. Uh, yeah. But if you just have the knowledge of like, okay, I can kind of understand why he's doing this or she's right. doing this, then from there you can have just a better mind mindset and a better, you know, uh, you can lay out a better course of action. It just it just takes yeah. understanding and knowledge though. So um, the biggest eye opener for me, and this is like I think a great tidbit for anybody who is parenting toddlers right now, is that kids like I, I have this expectation for my son, and I know it's unrealistic that he will know that something he's doing is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. He'll know we don't behave like that. We don't speak like, cause I'll say that all the time and I feel like a broken record. Mm-hmm. Don't yell at me. You know, we don't speak to each other like that, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. But basically until the age b- between two and seven, they have zero impulse control. None. Yeah. They have, yeah. if they want to scream, they scream. If they want to throw a tantrum, they throw a tantrum because between two and seven, the part of their brain that says, I can understand the consequences of what I'm doing just doesn't exist. Right. So it's so interesting to think about them that way because it's like you can get stuck in this cycle of thinking that your kid is like doing things to you or um, they're doing things for a specific reason or like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Truth is, they don't, they, they don't. just act. And it yeah. just happens, and then they just sort of figure out like, oh, there's a consequence or something bad happened or I got put in timeout or whatever, and then they just move on, and it doesn't really have any impact at that point. Yeah, it's just crazy. That for me that, was like such a big eye-opener. It's just crazy because like, like I, there's so many situations, especially with our oldest, where you know you have that question of like, don't you know, like I taught you that you know better, right? Why'd you do that then? Yeah. And they're just like, I don't know. I just yeah, did it. They have they like, have no idea why you, or what yeah. caused it. They're just literally. like, no, it seemed like a it's literally it seemed like a good idea at the time. Like, why yeah, not I, climb up on the dog food container and get the candy down right before dinner? Yeah. I've That's just you, he just I wanted a piece of candy. I could climb this stuff, so I did. I did. Yeah. I, I so many times, like, you know, you know that's wrong, right, Henry? Yeah, man. I just so why did you do that, Hen? Yeah. Because yeah. Damn it. I hate like, that. Answer. I know. I know. Again, it's like, and it really is just because and my kid oh, has these man. plastic golf clubs and like he walked up and he, he cocked it back like he was going to hit me with it. Oh. And I was like, I was like, if you hit me with that golf club, I'm going to take it away because like we did this yesterday and the exact same thing happened. And he looked at me and he still, and he pulled his arm back a little further and then he just let fly and hit me right in the leg. And I said, okay. So I took it That's, away and I put it up on the shelf. Yo, and he just threw just a that. tantrum. Yeah. But he was like, my golf club. And I was, and I, in my head, I'm I told going, you. you knew what was going to happen. I told you the outcome of the situation. And they still do and it. And you still did it. And yeah. it was just like he, he either thought it was going to be funny or whatever, or he didn't think at all. It just yeah. seemed like a good idea at the time. It's so, man, they just, and it's so hard coaching the soccer team that I'm coaching right now because it happens <laughs> so many times. And the thing's like, I want to like have that reaction and I see the parents over there mm-hmm. and, and I'm just like, all right, all right, how do I, how do, I do this and, <clears throat> and make sure I'm staying on the right line here that right. I'm not crossing any sort of boundaries. Uh, so I'm always towing that gap. It's so, it's so tough. But like, I mean, just today, man, these kids, I, you know, I, I have these kids, uh, we're just doing a quick scrimmage. It's four kids on the field, two on the sideline, mm-hmm. and and I'm trying to rotate them in and out. The, the two of that were on the sideline. They come in, and they just start, like, spinning around, goofing off, doing crazy, and their parents are right there. And I'm like, listen, 
uh, guys, I need, <laughs> and I'm like, do you want to play soccer or do you want dilly dally? Because if you don't want to play soccer, get off the field right now. Right. Okay. I need you to stay focused. Let's go. And I said it in that exact tone, just like yeah. how it is. I'm not mad, Ben. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I said, Coach Andrew. <laughs> there you go. That's me right there. It's a little taste. And parents are right there and they're just like, oh, no, we want to play soccer. Uh, I did a quick glance with one of the dads of the kids. Mm-hmm. Just give me a quick head nod. And it's like, we're good. We're good. Did, we're going did he on. give you the so, respect nod? Yep. The, yep. A little. Yep, the, yeah, the that's nod. it. Yep. That's it. If you're watching on YouTube, Ben did it and he got yep. it. Nailed respect it. Respect nod. Yeah. We know what that is. Just a little tip of the chin down. Somebody <laughs> said that the other day and said, guys have two ways of saying hi. If I know you, it's head up. Like, yep. What's up? Mm-hmm. If I don't know you or I'm showing you respect, it's head, head down. down. Yep. Yep. Every that's single it. time. And I thought about it and I was that's like, it. that's exactly it. I was that's like, if it's a respect thing, I nod down. If it's a I, what's up, I know you, it's head up. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it is. That's how it is. Oh, man. All right. Well, so uh, before we move on to the next thing, this conversation that you had with your wife, I just want to uh, thank a quick sponsors of, uh, of the Dadverb YouTube channel as well as this podcast, uh, Newton Baby. Newton's been making sleep solutions for kids and, and well, for babies for a few years now, and they recently started to uh, roll out some new products here. Uh, a washable, breathable mattress that sleeps really, really cool for kids. They've got really cool bassinets, uh, and they're rolling out like play pens. Like they're really expanding. Uh, their OG was the uh, the crib mattress that uh, all of our kids have slept on. Our daughter sleeping on it right now, uh, and just absolutely have loved Newton as a brand. Uh, and I'm really grateful for them to for them to be able to sponsor this because you know they've been a part of our family. I hope they are part of yours. Uh, Ben, do you have any Newton products? Uh, I'd have to look back through. I think we might have a Newton mattress. I'm trying to remember if we do or not. And Dude, then we're I about to hook you have, up, man. We're going to work. Yeah, I think that. we've got, uh, I'm trying to think if we have any other stuff. I think we have one of their mattresses, but I have to look at the tags. It's been so long now since I've looked at it. Well, Newton has you covered from newborn all the way up through kids. They've got twin mattresses, and I, I would... I would hope that they roll out some full and, and queens one day. Uh, but if you're looking for amazing, safe baby products, uh, go ahead and check on newtonbaby.com. I'm going to have that linked in the show notes uh, as well as in the description of the YouTube video. Thanks to Newton Baby for sponsoring Dadverb. We appreciate you guys. And uh, we encourage you guys uh, to go check them out. Add, them, add their stuff to your registry. Got legit stuff there. Ben, I've been shuffling cards. I've been shuffling Pokemon cards. Can you hear? <laughs> can you hear this? No, no, surprisingly. Yeah, the, um, I've been kind of testing out the these mics. Yeah. Uh, and the the rear sound pickup isn't great because uh, they're, they're yeah. fairly directional. They're directional, um, so yeah. These are good mics. Pretty good. These are good mics. The only thing I found is if I go to type, it picks up the keyboard echo pretty, pretty distinctly. Um, but gotcha. yeah, no, I haven't been able to hear that at all. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I have like this nervous twitch thing. I like I, I play like competitive like Pokemon cards. And I do this thing where I just like shuffle in my hand and I, I just, I can't stop doing it. I like doing it. <laughs> like, and, a, uh, like a cool old timey poker player. Yeah, literally. You know how like the poker players are like divide the, the chips in half and then they do like the sh- like riffle shuffle type yeah. thing. It's the coolest it's thing. So sexy, so dude. Cool. It's, it's so cool. So legit. I don't know how to do that. I want to learn how to do that. Can't so do it. bad. It looks awesome. Oh, it looks so legit. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm glad you can't hear this. Anyway, let's move on to our final little topic here. Ben, what was this conversation that you were having with your wife? Yeah, so this is, uh, I don't know, call this dad blindness, call this male privilege, whatever you want to call it. But 
I was driving the car the other day and my wife was sitting next to me and I came to this sort of epiphany, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I, you know, am excited to be an engaged dad, to, to be a part of my kids' lives, to be a part of raising my children and making those decisions, I feel like dads, the, I feel like the bar for someone to be considered a good or even a great father is so much lower than the bar for someone to be considered a great mother. Um, and, and kind of a, a prime example, I think in a podcast episode or two ago, we talked about like, I like to wear my kids a lot. Um, you know, now I can't wear my son cause he's too big, but I wear my daughter pretty much everywhere. Um, and we got so many comments about, you know, oh, it's great to see a dad involved in raising their kids. Oh, my husband would never do that. Yeah. Um, it's great to see you carrying your baby around like that. And it seems like such a simple thing. And what it got me thinking about was that, you know, that's a very straightforward thing, right? Like I'm carrying my kid around in a store, not really a big deal. Because if you switched me with my wife and put her in that in that situation where she's walking around wearing our daughter and walking with our son, I guarantee not a single person would say, would look at her and say, mom, you're doing a great job. It's yeah. so great to see you taking such good care of your kids. It's so great to see you so involved with your children. Um, we talked about this before we started recording the episode, right? How many times do you take, you know, one or two or, you know, you know, multiple kids out at once and people look at you like you are just God's gift to mankind because you are willing to take your children out without your wife, right? For mom, mom, it's the expectation and for dad, it's the exception. Right, right. And that, that really, um, kind of struck a chord with me where it's like, you know, I can really do kind of the bare minimum as a dad and be considered a great dad. Whereas, you know, moms, I, I, and I see this through her is like, there's so many things that she stresses about, thinks about, feels like maybe she's being judged on, um, on whether or not she's doing a good job with X, Y, or Z. Like, are you feeding your kids good enough food? Are you doing this with them? Are you doing these activities or doing this developmental stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if she doesn't do those things, yeah. She's just considered like kind of a slacker. But like if dad didn't do those things, it's just like, oh, well, that's not really his job. And so I wanted to to get this conversation going and just get your thoughts on it as well of like, you know, it's great for my ego for, <laughs> for people to say like, oh, you're such a good dad. And it's like, I don't really have to try that hard to be yeah. considered a good dad by society. Yeah. But moms have to try so much harder because the bar is so much higher on what makes a great mom versus a great dad. I mean, it's just, it's a societal thing. I mean, like it's up until recently, the traditional societal norms, you know, dad goes to work, he's, he's out of the house all day. Uh, mom, you know, cooks, cleans, takes care of the kids. And then dad comes home, he's tired and he doesn't want to do anything else, but he expects dinner and then he, and then dinner's there, they eat and then, I don't know. Maybe they would both put the kids to bed, or just mom puts them to bed. I don't know. I was just like, that's just this. Yeah, that's just how it was. Uh, today, it's just different. You know, we, I mean, jobs aren't you know factory line jobs. You know, we've got creative yeah. jobs that you know you can work from home. You can you can do. There's so many more ways that you can actually be engaged and and uh, be a part of the family. Uh, so I mean, for me, there's like there's there's no excuse. Like, why, why can't you step up and and do some of those things? You know, Mm -hmm. uh, it it shouldn't, you know, because, and I, I also think that like, 
as guys, sometimes there's like a little bit of like, oh boy, you got to tread this conversation lightly because it it gets, it gets tough. Like some guys, you know, and I felt this too, like you come home and you're just like, man, I did this and I did this. Like, did you really do that much today? You know, and, and, Mm -hmm. and you, and you have that question and it's like, well, being a mom is a very, very difficult, tedious, stressful, painful job that you're just mm-hmm. you're dealing with like coworkers that for the most part suck. You know? <laughs> I'm like you love them, but like those those are crappy coworkers. Yeah. You know, they're real like, mean to you a lot. Oh, they're mean and to you like, like so they're demanding sweet to you every now and then. Right. And it's like, but like your the social element of your job might be a little bit better. You know, social element of your of your of you know your wife's job, your partner's job. Yeah. It, it's like you got to take into account like it really sucks. It's an absolute grind. Like it's not easy. And I just I still think that we as a society society just don't we're not there yet. It's like recognizing no. that. I think nowadays a little bit more like there's so many memes on like Instagram just like and 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 TikTok just like talking about how just it's just funny, you know, how hard it yeah. is and it's a little bit more like, you know, understanding of that, but like I I think that's that's a big part of it. It's just like people don't first just don't understand how difficult it is it, right. it is for mom. Um but and and you know, a lot of guys I mean, I know a lot of guys that are still very much in that traditional kind of like mm-hmm. mom does all this stuff. Yeah. I come home and do all the thing. And yeah. and their roles the home, I earn, you know, the the big paycheck and, and whatever. Right. And I've done my duty. That's it. Right. Yeah, just, my my duty stops when I walk through the door at, you know, six or seven or whatever it is. Again, that's just a societal thing. I just, I'm just not in that frame of mind, but a majority of people aren't. And that's why mm-hmm. those comments, you know, they, they come across and they, you know, that you, you hear the, oh, wow, you're wearing your, you're such an evolved dad. Oh, you're yeah. just like, am I really? Like, right. My wife was like doing a ton of stuff today. Like, right. I, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. I don't, it, well, it's more when I started to think about it, like, you know, the, the number of decisions that get made by her on behalf of the kids. Right. Yeah. Um, or, you know, right now she has, uh, our, you know, she has our daughter who's breastfeeding every, you know, two hours to three hours. Right. Um, you know, she's constantly worried about, you know, am I making enough? Is she eating enough? What does my, you know, what are we going to do for our son here, here and here? She's thinking about activities. She's like, you know, planning family vacation. She's doing all these things are like running around in her head all the time. Mm. And I always feel in, you know, this is one of the things that I struggle with personally is I know my mind doesn't work like that. Like I kind of need like clear decision points where I'm like, okay, this is the thing we're deciding on. We've kind of thought it through. It's a yes or a no. Right. Um, you know, for me it's, and this is where we kind of run into like, if we're going to get an argument, this is usually where it comes from is like, she'll give me a hundred different options because those are all the options she's considering. Uh And I'm like, no, I need like the two or three that sound like the best. Yeah. And like, I don't even necessarily want to hear about how we got to this decision point. I just, yeah, just narrow it down and I can go, this is what I'm deciding on. These are the, you know, cost benefit analysis, whatever. Right. And then these are the choices we're making. It's it, which, it basically it's it's like you, that's why Costco is so uh, is so successful. Right. It's like you've right. got the Walmart like fifteen shampoos, and you have Costco. You have two options. Yeah. Pick one. You have two, <laughs> and you can buy a pallet. Yeah, exactly. But if, you know, one of the things I, I'm that I struggle with is I get overwhelmed by all of that decision making, mm-hmm. 
but she's doing that kind of stuff every day. And so that was kind of what prompted my thought of like, you know, she's doing all of this. I don't necessarily think about it or even have to think about it. Um, but she's really taking a lot of that burden on. Um, and the same thing, you know, with, with just caring for the kids, like I do as much as I possibly can, but like, I can't feed the baby pretty much, you know, the majority of the time it's just on her. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, she kind of carries the weight of a lot of that. And, you know, when you see, you read these mom boards, you read, um, you know, any of these posts by, you know, some of these mom accounts on Instagram where it's like, they feel, especially what is it? The, uh, the beige moms. Have you ever heard that? Oh, term? dude. Yeah. Wait, the is beige it, moms that have is like beige, mom, the, beige cardigan. The, the, yeah. Like the beige moms that have like the perfect Montessori house. Like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah neutral yeah. colors and yeah. you know, wooden, only wooden toys and all yeah, that. The, yeah. And like that seems to be like the standard, right? Of like, oh, gosh, if you're yeah, good, you only feed your kid like organic this and, you know, um, whole grain that and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, None of that is real. Like nah. our living room is a disaster right now. Oh yeah. Now. I oh, know yeah. that weighs on everybody. But it's like those are the trade-offs. And like the expectation versus the reality is like the expectation the bar for moms is so high and then the expectation in the bar for dads is again still pretty low. Um it is. Yeah, I think I think we're trying to push that. But it's still like again, I can be considered such a great dad by like not really having to try that hard, which is Yeah kind of sad it is and i mean i wish there was a solve for it but there there's nothing it's just a societal thing and the best we can do is just show up you know just show up do our thing and encourage the guy and the thing i feel like the guys who are listening to us are just are not part of you know yeah. the crowd that we mentioned i yeah. mean that's uh, we uh, it's just different um the, the guys who are listening to this are you know they're probably stepping up they're uh they're doing their part and if anything, they probably feel like they're too involved. I mean, we talked about that in like the last episode. So, yeah. um, if you're listening but, to yeah, podcasts about how to be a better dad, like, I mean, you're probably not part of the problem, <laughs> right? Seriously, like, literally, like, you're actively finding the solution. Like, you're you're probably doing a great job. You're an engaged, you're an engaged father. Good for you, man. Uh, you're present. You're active with the family. But uh, I again, yeah, I don't know what the solve is. I but no, you're right. Like, there is a there is 100 this. this this bar, a very high bar, it's just set for moms. You know, you, you mm-hmm. have to have be- breastfed. Uh, you have to have had a, a vaginal oh, yeah. delivery. Uh, oh, if you didn't gosh, do that, yeah. you're, 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 that's not, you know, you're, you're a bad mom. Uh, if you haven't, uh, uh, if you haven't uh, done all Montessori everything and organic everything and, uh, and, and limit screen time to a perfect, you know, 30 minutes a day, yeah, you're doing mm-hmm. it all wrong. Uh, you know, moms, uh, that, that's it. That's the bar. You got to do it if you're, if you're wrong. Uh, if dad, uh, you know, uh, buys groceries for, you know, for the week. Wow. Knocked it out of the park. Wow. Like, bro, come on. I, and I mean, grocery I store did a couple errands for the kids, bought some diapers, crushed I, it. I know. I was just like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's sad, but that's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, all, all we're here to say is don't agree with it. Okay. We don't agree no. with it. And, um, the best that we can do is just keep creating. Keep pushing content. Just keep pushing the the message of, of being involved. Uh, stay active, stay involved, and um, you know, share the burden. Share the burden. It's a fifty fifty share. You can do your best. I mean, obviously, yeah, we all got jobs. You know, we, you, you do your best. Some guys are military. You know, and they're off and they're they're abroad. You know, some guys work mm-hmm. odd hours. Some guys are traveling constantly. I get it. Like it's just not even. You know, it's I I, I feel like I'm I'm blessed. I got it easy, man. I got yeah. freaking. I, make youtube videos 
You know, right. I try to make TikTok videos. I just, I suck at it. Uh, but like, you know, I'm trying, you know, I, I have time, I have ample time to be with the family. Right. Yeah. So, but I feel like the big thing is like your presence when you're there, how do you show up when you are present? Right? That's what how it is. You, yeah. How do you show up when you're, you know, you're giving your time? Like one of the things, you know, we've talked about that I struggle with is like putting my phone down. Like That's making the biggest sure I thing put for me my too. phone away. That's all so of that us, I'm man. fully like in that space. And I think That's part of that us. is like, yeah, I feel part of that is like, if you're creating content, you're constantly looking, but then it kind of becomes an excuse of like, then you end up just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling like, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I'm playing like, Marvel Snap. I'm playing like, right, another right. one. And it's like, you know what? It's like it's like five o'clock. We should be like doing family time, dinner time, this <laughs> yeah. and that. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. being intentional about putting the, the, the freaking phone down. Yeah, that's that's a big struggle for me. Yeah, it's putting <laughs> the phone down, getting up, moving. You know, it's it's how do you show up in those in those moments? And I think it was um, I forgot what it was. I think it might be Jerry Seinfeld or somebody that said. Um, there is no such thing as quality time that all time is quality time. And so that like, even the garbage time you're laying mm -hmm. on the couch, you're watching a show, you're doing yep. whatever with your kids. That it's quality all quality time. time. Right. doesn't matter. Like right. it's a, none of it's garbage time. None of it's throwaway because you never know how much you have at this point in society. I feel like all time is quality time. As long as it's just like not on your phone. Okay. That's it. It's just, it's just like, 100%. <laughs> just don't be on your phone. And then, hell yeah. you even playing video games with your kids. Gosh, man, yeah, even that's fine. <laughs> Just don't be on your phone, man. I think that's the biggest thing. Anyway, um, I don't know if I articulated any of my thoughts well. I feel like I'm just like out of it right now. But all I can say is like, guys, do your best to just be present. Uh, it's, you know, obviously you do mundane things. You're going to get praised for it. Uh, moms just don't get yeah. that. It's sad. That's the reality. But um you know, no, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as a challenge. I want to go out there. I'm gonna see if I can find, like, and hopefully this doesn't come across weird, but I'm gonna see if I can find a mom and like hype her up for like doing a good job, for doing just like regular stuff. How like, if I see a mom out with like multiple kids, be like, look, I know what you're doing is hard. You're doing a really good job. <laughs> like just real basic stuff, like basic stuff that we see in society every day. Yeah. That like nobody gets recognition for. Yeah. Because even if it just helps, like. You know, if there's one mom out there that's like struggling that day or like having a rough time, like if that helps her feel a little bit better, then like cool. That's that's man, been like a good. That's thing a good challenge. Day. Unless she goes, the man that. with the beard tried yeah, to yeah, me, unless, and then you're yeah, screwed, and then you're like, yeah, I get kicked <laughs> out by security. Be like, I was just trying to hype her up. I swear. <laughs> yeah, keep your distance, man. Sorry, man. Uh, well, get banned from Costco forever. <laughs> so I guess the challenge is be nice. Be nice to someone, huh? Yeah, be nice. Oh, man. And uh, well, on, I think uh, I think one thing, we'll wrap this up here in a second, but I, I've seen parents like at airports, at Target, just like having a rough time with their toddler. I think parents in duress being, and I've done this too, just like go up to me like, yo, I get it, man. I get it. Yeah. You're going to be all right. It's just like empathize with them for a second. Yep. And you be like, because... They're feeling so much like adrenaline and intensity. Mm -hmm. You feel like the eye, the world's eyes are on them. Their kids freaking out. If if, if you ever see that, go up to, whether it's dad or a mom, just go up to be like, "Hey, I get it, man. Yeah, got it's this. It's okay. It. I know. I know this kids is hard, tough, but so that's all you need, man. Anyway, um, 
Well, guys, thank you guys for listening to this. Thanks again to our sponsors, uh, Newton Baby. If you want to go check out Newton Baby stuff, whether it's their OG mattress, their bassinets, kids mattress, check out uh, newtonbaby.com. Thanks again to them for sponsoring this channel and the podcast. We'll catch you guys on next week's episode. And again, subscribe to the new YouTube channel. It's uh, the Dad Verb Podcast. All the podcasts are going to be hosted there, not on the Dad Verb main channel. Okay, so go to the YouTube podcast. Uh, the, yeah, the Dad Verb Podcast on YouTube if you want to subscribe there. We'd appreciate that. So we're going to be hosting those things. And uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign off and we'll catch you in the next one. Be good, dads. Take care. Peace.